press this button, God knows what will happen after that. Oh. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, One Radio Network. It is the 14th of March and Tuesday morning here in the great state of Texas. We have a good show for you this morning. You're going to meet fakeologist, the fakeologist. Who's that? You'll find out in just a moment. Let me take care of a little biz. We have a few folks lined up for tomorrow, and uh, I don't know the exact time, so we'll wait on telling you uh, exactly what's what's up. I got a little behind in my, my guesting uh, this week, or who knows why, but that's the way it is. Our phone lines are still down on the 800 line. Talked to them yesterday, and they're working on it <laughs> for the last couple of weeks. So the way to communicate this morning is through email. Patrick at one radio network.com Patrick at one radio network.com uh, just a big uh, thank you and uh, uh, I'm humbled by the uh, um, the amount of support that we received we re- we reached our our goal we to raise money we came up against a little financial um, challenge uh, and because of sales of, of our products that we promote and uh, we just asked for your support, did a little fundraiser, and raised it all $4,000 in six days, which was just amazing. So thank you very, very much, and we're figuring out a way how to move forward so we can retain, become sustainable, but I think a great deal of it is going to um, going to come back at you to, to, to donate on a regular basis, um, if we can't rely on product sales, uh, who knows why uh, those have uh, declined in the last three or four months, but they have. Our numbers are up, but sales of products have just so maybe, who knows, maybe folks just don't have the money or don't need the products or whatever, but we have to kind of reboot and retool ourselves. So we're working on some ideas. We're also asking for your input. If you uh, care to uh, let us know the people that you really like, if you want to hear more of or less of, subjects that you like uh, that you want to hear more of or less of, uh, just email us, patrick at oneradionetwork.com. So we'll use this this little challenge, uh, bump in the road, so to speak, to retool and reboot ourselves so we have a product that's even more appealing uh, to you. So you can always reach me, patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Somehow I came uh, and came aware of a fellow by the name of Tim, a.k.a. Aberato, Aberato, and of Fakeologist.com. And uh, a very interesting fellow. He does a show a couple times a week, and I think I'm going to even come on his show soon and talk about some cool things that I, I'm into. And um, he just likes to um, help folks to kind of wake up and smell the coffee and see what's going on in the world of... Uh, of everything out there in the matrix that we call it and uh, see what the media is up to. And he just likes to dig in. And, and so we're going to have fun talking to him. So we'll say hi to Tim. Tim, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, good morning Patrick Timponi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. 
Are you up to Even your last name is melodic. Hey, Timpone, yeah. see. Si. Yeah, grazie. Grazie, grazie. <laughs> You're up Canada way, Tim? I'm on the north shore of Lake Ontario in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. <laughs> the media capital of Canada. Yeah. That's like you're in New York City. So for the last 10 years, you've been looking into uh, these things and talking about it, doing a show? Coming up to my 11th anniversary, April 2023 will be 11 years that I have been awake to the matrix that I had no idea existed for at least 40 odd years really? that I was alive. Really? And I was almost as stunned as anyone else who just stumbles down the rabbit hole and can't believe what's down here. And of course, <laughs> once you're down here, you can't get out. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Was there any person or a thing in particular event, uh, Tim, that catapulted you into uh, red pill land? Well, I think it was when um, the IRS announced that any American citizen, no matter whether they were born in the U.S. or lived in the U.S. ever, had to file an income tax return. And I'm a naturalized American citizen, thanks to my mother, who thought one day that might become useful. So I had my American citizenship for quite a long time, thanks to her. And I couldn't believe that we had to file a tax return with the IRS. So I started looking into the IRS mm. and how this could have come about. And that brought me to InfoWars, Alex Jones, uh -huh. because he was one of the only ones really yapping about it. And once I was down into his website, I found all kind of 9-11 videos and all kinds of other topics I was always interested in, but had no idea there was another side mm. of the story. Mm. Really, not just clueless. Mm. I knew there was some problem with 9-11, but I just went with the alternative official stories as likely. I had no idea once I started down that rabbit trail how deep that was, and it took me about two or three weeks to figure out and come to a conclusion about 9-11. And then once I understood that the whole world could be fooled and it will never change or get resolved, then I realized that just about anything we're told could be a lie and the liars get away with it. Hmm. And that opened up a whole Pandora's box and look where we are today. Interesting. So this is fun because you... You'll bring a different perspective because this is compared to a lot of us guys have been around a while. This is this is all fairly new to you, ten years or so. So before then, you didn't you weren't aware of the matrix, so to speak. No, wow. no, I was just a regular person. I consumed news. Wow, I enjoyed news. That was my hobby. I thought it was great to be up to date on what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. only through official sources and I didn't really I knew I, I've been into the internet and computers since the 80s ah. I had a I had a modem before most people knew what a modem was so I was connected but I wasn't connected to anything matrix wise to help decode the matrix mm -hmm. maybe I was missing it all that time or <laughs> 
maybe it wasn't actually there. Maybe people were still listening to people like Bill Cooper over the air, sort of before he be, came into the internet. So I think I grew up with the conspiracy culture. I, I was probably 10 years late <laughs> in 2012. So I'm pretty sure there was a pretty good online conspiracy culture since the 2000s, maybe 2000. Well, I guess after 9-11, it must have been born for sure if it wasn't there already. So and I always thought I was very aware. Yeah. But obviously I wasn't. Well, I don't think any of us were really, right? We just went along to, you know, to get along. And I remember early 90s, I had a business, I had a food company while I was kind of part-time doing radio. And I remember one of my sales folk Guy, he walked in, I think it was 92, something like that. And he said, hey guys, I found this website. It was really cool. You can find stuff. It's called Google. I'll always remember that, that, that moment. It was very interesting. <laughs> wow. Look where we are now. Yeah, I, I, I definitely was before Google because I used all kinds of other web search engines, including Metacrawler, where it consolidated all the search engines into one. Wow. And it was okay, but they were slow, sluggish, and then Google came along and it was quite quick. I wouldn't say it was any more accurate, but they Google was spending more money and time than ever going into and crawling around the internet indexing it. So I thought that that was an integral part of getting a good search. Yeah. But and then they then they started buying all kinds of different software websites that I like to use and they put their name on it. And then like any other corporation, they usually tanked it or made it bad. But uh, yeah, they, I, I, I watched them grow up for sure. Did you? Uh, so you, and now I'm trying to get away from them as soon as possible. Yeah, me too. Knowing their evil intent. So you, uh, your deep background, then you're, you're kind of a geek techie guy. You, you knew about all this stuff and got in early on the internet. Yeah, I was a hobbyist. Uh -huh. I I thought of going into it, but I got into um, transportation instead to fulfill my other uh, passion, which is driving. Driving. And driving. Hmm. I decided to. Yeah, I drive for a living. I, you know, I've done everything: Uber or um, courier, trucking. Really. Uh, I'm still in the business, and I still enjoy the ability to be in my own office, listen to my own. I used to listen to AM, FM radio. Mm -hmm. I must have spent 10 or 15 years listening to rock radio. Uh, you know, after 10, 15 years, you get tired of hearing the same old 60s, 70s, and 80s songs. But uh, then I switched over to talk radio, which was, that's eh, not as grown up in Canada as it is in the U.S. Mm -hmm. But then, of course, with the internet and podcasts, you could download and listen and that's what i've been doing for at least i would say 10 to 15 years wow and now we're 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 in, we're in just this wonderful time where you can listen to just about anyone about anything anywhere. from anywhere yeah yeah it's crazy unlimited resources that's it's it's a it's a time of abundance and <laughs> what i try and do on my website com is I try and find the best stuff that I 
like, and I curate it as like as a as like an art director, and I try and help people with what I think is the truth, and put it on my website, put it on my video platform, and if you somewhat agree with me, then you're going to enjoy it. Just like if you like a certain type of art, you go to a certain type of museum, then you enjoy what the curator brings. So that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Excellent. Did you ever... And that's what that's what my site has become. Yeah, and fakeologist.com. And now, where do folks who watch your, your videos? Well, I decided to start my own video platform because just like everyone else is telling a little bit of truth, you get censored because you're a guest on all these big tech giants' platform. You know, so I don't I don't find too much fault when they decide they don't like certain things. So I started my own fakeotube.com, F A K E O tube.com. It's a pretty easy word to to find mm-hmm. and that's where I do my live streaming when I'm usually on Sunday to Thursday around 8 p.m. Toronto time and that's where I put my videos that I think are in danger of being deleted from other content creators or mm-hmm. you know I grab them from anywhere and everywhere from Facebook so for instance you don't have to log into Facebook to find the video I put it on my platform so people can find these things. So that's what I've done, and it's all value for value. I'm user-supported, so anyone that finds value in what I do, they can donate, and so far they've done a pretty good job helping keep FacoTube up with donations. But even if I didn't get any donations, I'd do it out of my own pocket because I think it's super valuable. Sure, sure. Value for value, that's a nice term. I like that. Yeah, that's the no agenda Adam Curry model. That's that's your um, your fellow Texan down the highway from where you are. Uh, he, he he may have come up with it. He's the one that certainly promotes it. Value for value, where you just donate your time, talent, or treasure mm-hmm. to a cause or a website, and you give what you can, and give whatever you think. It's worth. Yes. You think it's worth a coffee or a magazine subscription, a television subscription, uh, whatever you want. So I, I think it's such a great idea. And because I think I'm talking truth, I think it should be free or publicly available. I don't want to hide it behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make the Internet any more difficult than it already is for most people. Mm-hmm. You know, just logging into this, this show today by Zoom. You know, it's not that easy. You know, you might click a link, but if you can't find the link, then all of a sudden it becomes a major headache. How do we connect? And that's how all the computing and internets are, the internet is. It's just one headache after the other, a login, a password. It's too much for most people. So I want to make it easy. Yeah. Well, that's good. I like I like the, the concept. And, you know, from a spiritual level, uh, uh, there is no free lunch, and we should exchange energy, shouldn't we, with, with each other? Well, we're in the money system. All right. So, unfortunately, you've got to use whatever the exchange of energy is available. So, mm-hmm. I can't give you a sheep in exchange for your radio show. <laughs> uh, 
I can only I can only give you what's useful to you, and that's at the moment, for the most part, fiat currency. Yeah. Now, there are other alternatives, and maybe we'll talk about them later. But we're going to have to find another method of exchange of energy or value because what the controllers or what I call governors are doing with the system we have now is quite obviously they're blowing it up and we want to have something on the other side of this when everything settles. It feels like that is the agenda, Tim, to, to blow this thing up, doesn't it? Yeah, it not only feels like it, it is. <laughs> it's happening all around us for anyone that has eyes to see and ears to hear. It's, it's really happening. It's not, we're not going back to where we were. Maybe it's more obvious in different parts of the world or different states in the union, but it is happening. And there are no saviors that are going to take us back to the way we were. So right. you're going to have to buckle up and get ready for the next phase. I agree. Do you think this uh, S silicone thing in the Southern New York Bank, this, this could be the beginning of the next phase in this... Um, Great reset thing? Well, I think every single thing that gets done is mm -hmm. the next step, the next phase. This is a 10 or 20 year plan. This is not just one cold called a pandemic. It's, it's everything, including the banking system. And there are people on YouTube and other channels that are more into the banking system than I am. And they've already explained that there will be no more banks. There will be one bank, a central bank that you will deal directly with. They will decide every bit of credit that goes out there and who gets what and where and how and to what parameters. It all set out by the United Nations, SDGs, ESGs, mm -hmm. DEI, all these acronyms that are slowly permeating the land where people are slowly learning. What are all these letters? You know, I, you know, America has always been obsessed with acronyms. My God, every single agency, they have to have an acronym where you, where you try and say it, you know, like mm -hmm. FBI, CIA, FDA. Uh, every single agency is mainly known by their acronyms. So now we have all these, these new ways to rule corporations from the United Nations that are being implemented right now. So, yeah. I guess eventually they'll just knock all the banks out and absorb them into one super bank and the governors will control it. So it's, it's, a, it's a Fabian approach where it's gradually, they chip away at the old system and then overlay the new system. Oh, the Fabian socialist idea. Yeah, it's... it's have you ever seen the Fabian Society's logo? I believe yeah, it's, a, Hammer, it's a tortoise. What is it, Hammer Stoutly, or what, what's their what's their meme? <laughs> I'd have to look it up, but yeah. I think it's basically a tortoise or a hare. And obviously, we all know the story that the tortoise ended up winning because he was slow and plodding, and everyone mm -hmm. yeah thought he really wasn't getting anywhere, but. He had the long-term plan, and he won in the end because he's just slowly chipping away. Yeah. Little tiny bites. 
I think uh, I think the JFK thing was a was a big momentous event too. I can remember it. I was in high school and something really switched after that one too. These people started to step on the gas. Well, that's when they told you that um, just because you're president doesn't mean you don't have someone over you telling you what to do. Oh, yeah. You can't get too can't get too excited. You can't get too drunk with power thinking you actually run things. So I think that was just a message to the world. Well, the United States anyway, that there are other deeper deeper powers, deeper states than just your little country there. Yeah. Yeah. So you better stay in line. Get your mind. Or if you think that you're going to grow up and be president one day and do whatever the hell you want, that's that's not going to happen. Hmm. Get your mind right. That's the lesson I took. Yeah, I, I never yeah. thought of it like that, but that's a. I think that's a very astute uh, insight. Uh, if you'd like to uh, join the show, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. We are live here a little bit after 10 o'clock Central Time. Don't you like it when the Gov now is telling us that they just changed the times around? I just always found that interesting. And <laughs> This isn't going to be the time now. This is your new time. Hilarious. Yeah, I'm not really big on the time change conspiracy that people like to make it out to be. I, I, I think there are some logical reasons to move the daylight into the evening because most people are asleep in the morning so I, I do see the point of it. I don't think it's really to screw people up. Oh, I, I don't think so. Like yeah, to, I don't think so either. I, I just think they have control issues. You know, you you mentioned yeah. Alex Jones uh, was a uh, um, um, kind of a wake-up thing for you. I can remember, Tim, um, I was in Austin, oh, in the 80s when I first went to work for KLBJ Radio, Alex Jones was on Access Television in his T-shirt talking about the same thing he's talking about today 40 years ago. So, you know, he's been at this a long time. What an interesting fellow. 40 years ago, doing the same thing. Yeah, he's been very consistent. Oh, he has. He has. Have you ever had him on your broadcast? Years ago. Sort of a neighbor to you? Uh, years ago. Many years ago when I was on KLBJ, he came on. And uh, I met and him. what did few... you think of him then? Oh, did you I, think he's that honest, he, would, yeah. he would endure over the years? Oh, yeah, I think so. I met him at a few, at a Ron Paul rally. We talked for about an hour. And just a very sincere guy, you know. He just really believes this stuff, you know. He just does, you know. That's my take. I always had a lot of respect for him. Well, you have to. He's he's been doing it a long time. He's been consistent. Um, he goes. It, it it appears that he's being steered at a certain level on certain topics. Sure. But it's the old saying: Do you just discard somebody completely if you disagree with a few key points? And for me, I I like to take the best from everybody, and I choose to ignore the things that. I disagree with. I agree. And uh, just mi- it's a good point. Yeah, we get that a lot here. So Alex, where where yeah. where we'll have somebody that's really has some great stuff, but maybe they believe 
in the virus, which we don't, but then we'll get email or say, hey, you know, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. You know, he's a germ guy, but I don't like to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I agree with you. Take the good stuff that you think is valuable to you and don't, you know, don't kick them out of your home just because you disagree with one of their aspects of it. Yeah, if, if on my show, if the guests I had were all not considered possible controlled opposition, then I'd have no one on my show. <laughs> there would be no selection of guests because it's really hard for me to agree with everything that everyone thinks. Right. And uh, Alex is one of them. I But I have to give him credit for having a website with the information of other people, not really his, that woke me up it wasn't his video that woke me up he put someone else's video that was sort of more to my way of thinking although i moved on i think the guy was dave von kleiss hmm. had a video on the site who was one of the first guys talking about 9-11 then explaining problems with the story and that just got me going but alex had it on his website so if it wasn't there, I probably wouldn't be here. Interesting. Yeah. So would you, are you, were you surprised at the, and I think you mentioned to me yesterday off air that you know somebody that believes this whole virus thing was a, is a military operation. Were you all surprised that they were able to pull this thing off with, as many of us believe, there's absolutely no proof well, there's it's more than a belief. There is no proof that there ever was a virus, either natural or lab leak. Are you surprised that they were able to pull this off? And if you do, you believe in the virus thing, or what's your take on the virus thing? Oh, I, be, I I'm not surprised that you can convince people all around the world of a lie, but I never thought that they would do a worldwide synchronous operation mm. i don't think it's ever happened before i think it's just because of the ubiquity of the cell phone of the smartphone because everyone in the world under 30 definitely has one down to inf just just past infancy mm. so everyone has this direct wire to the matrix where that's never happened before so now a central power can speak directly to every person on earth with and just circumventing their own government like klaus schwab can speak directly to you and me so can bill gates through his horrible operating system called windows but they don't need to go through your government now it's helpful if your government is echoing their message but they don't need it because you can get your info directly from the source so they they use the technology to their advantage by communicating directly with people so i never thought that there would be this amount of coordination with this many people and i think that's the secret to the success i also think the military it's a military operation catherine watt of bailey wick news on substack she really laid out the whole exercise and even the rights hero donald trump said 
it's all Operation Warp Speed. Operation, obviously, is a, ter- a military term. And therefore, that does make sense as well, because what other infrastructure is as powerful as the military infrastructure? Hmm. And it's also worldwide. The American military is in every country. Yes. So they can exert a lot of pressure and help implement a worldwide operation. And combine that with money and control of the money system, you can do whatever the hell you want. You can you can make anything stick yeah. in the end. And they just used extreme coercion to coerce and bribe the different levels of power, church and state, around the world to implement this. Now, it didn't hurt that most people have no real knowledge of health worldwide. Most people are completely ignorant of what makes you sick. Mm-hmm. They just are conditioned to a pill for every ill. If they're sick, they have the sniffles, they go to the doctor, and they will not leave that doctor without a prescription. Because it's just been implied over time that if the doctor doesn't give you some kind of drug, then he's not doing his job. So there's pressure on both sides to make that happen. So I think it's just a perfect storm where the the time was right for to harvest and cull the herd, which is what's happening. But regarding the virus, um, again, we're talking about things we can't see. The average person cannot look under their skin and see what's going on. So the, the whole virus theory, the whole vaccination. You cut out there for a minute. Change. Uh, you cut out for a moment. Uh, repeat. You, you you blipped yeah. out for about five seconds. Okay. The whole virus. The whole virus hmm. technology, the whole virus theory, the whole vaccination mythos has been with us for a couple hundred years. It's never really um, changed. No one's really put it through its paces. There's always been outspoken people that have tried to go against it, but you're going against a wall of money. So you're never going to get too far. But now, I I think with the information revolution that started with the internet becoming ubiquitous in the late 90s, early 2000s, that contrary to the establishment information was starting to get out and get circulated in in a way that could potentially have challenged all the old ideas, including health. And I know that's your your specialty so Mm -hmm. i think there was probably i think the big harm pharmaceuticals probably saw that there was there was enough opposition to the concept of vaccination with the rise in autistic children so we're getting a we're getting a critical mass of mothers that are trying to figure out why their children are so ill and so injured so I think that was starting to bubble up because um, after the Children's Health Defense Act in 1986, you had to wait probably a generation to see the result of just constant and over-vaccination. So you give 20 years, that brings you to 2006. Hmm. 
so that's when some of the damage probably starts to really manifest and then people are looking for answers and we're all told that it can't be vaccination so as soon as people are told it's not something i think that gets their suspicion level up which it should so i think that's what brought us here i think we had uh, i think the big pharmaceuticals had to do a hail mary and say listen it's either all or none with this vaccination idea because either the whole scam is going to collapse or we have to force it on the world just to get all the people that were on the fence about it on our side and use them to coerce the rest of the herd that vaccination is is for your health mm -hmm. and nothing nothing less so i i still hope they lose i think they will in the long run but i think there's going to be i think there's going to be a lot of damage until that realization comes to fruition and so yeah well said and then the vaccination idea then is all based on the germ theory right which the covid thing was meant to really build up to be strong and and real yeah well covid is just a um umbrella term like aids Mm -hmm. It's a syndrome, which is syndrome means uh, meeting or confluence of roads. Mm. In other words, they take all kinds of symptoms and maybe 20 or 30 different symptoms of illness and then give that, give that a name, mm. a name that they can market and a name. So then, then they decide to look at, well, all these people have all these different symptoms from a runny nose to a fever to a sore throat. And they try and figure out, well, what do they all have in common? So then they invent this idea of a virus or they take the idea of the virus and say, well, we can, we can put this biological material into, into a computer and try and find patterns of proteins. And then once we find a pattern, we'll call it a, a strain of a virus. And then we'll market a vaccination targeting this exact sequence. So they take a whole level of fantasy, put it in the computer, and then woo-woo, people think, well, the computer is what's doing all the work. It must be right because, you know, I can talk to you across the country through my computer on my dashboard. So the computer is just this new god that is always right. Hmm. And... Again, we're just dealing with things we can't see. We're dealing with theories that aren't proven. But if we use if we use all the tactics that a military uses to win a war, hearts and minds, propaganda, and threat of force, threat of violence, threat of loss of loss of income, loss of livelihood, and we say it for enough enough years, it maybe we'll make an impression that people won't be able to get out from under. Well said. So you really... But the thought, whole... But, yeah, but you, the, yeah. Excuse me, I just... Well, I've been... I got this little thing... Yeah, I've been into this with. for three years now. I've been into this for three years because I was listed, I was into media fakery discussing 9-11, JFK, uh, the moon landings, NASA, uh, the shape of the earth, and I was already, my mind was already primed 
to look at the other side of the story. Yes. And once this thing came along, I looked around. And I said, "This is it. <laughs> this is this is this is going to be a ten-year operation." So I may as well start talking about it, and because this is not going to go away overnight. Like nine eleven, you don't really need an opinion on it. It's in the past now, and everything that was implemented as a result of it, whether you believe the official story or not, the effects of it are real. There are real laws, real restrictions. There are real um, consequences. And I thought this is this one is really big. Hmm. This whole COVID operation, it's not going away. So I've I've been yapping about it for three years now. I wish we. I'm actually really tired of talking about vaccines and and viruses because I think I think the, the governors are moving away from that narrative now anyway and just going to the next the next step. But because uh, I think they I think they've lost their audience. They've lost most people at two vaccines. I think you can look around and see most people stopped after two. When they found out that the two was just the beginning, <laughs> when they found out this was a subscription service that they didn't really want to sign up for, yeah, that's when they said, "Wait a minute," because most people walk around in a fog most of the time. They don't look into things; they just were okay. I have to get two vaccines if I want to go to a restaurant because this restaurant is holding me up. Okay, I'll just do it. They don't go and look into. The history or the efficacy or any of that they just do it until it becomes it until it appears as a problem which i don't even think most people realize there is a problem oh, I understand. because again yeah. they just don't they don't see evidence so it, it to me it feels like what you said about there's going to be more collateral damage and in my words not yours before i don't know something else happens on the awakening, um, it feels like some folks are going to have to go through more kind of challenges before they do look into things, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Do you? Yeah. I think so. I mean, you have to ask people directly, and I, you, you, I don't know if you've ever asked your audience directly, do they know anyone that has been injured or killed by the vaccine? Because a lot of people know there are sick people around them, even in their immediate circle, but they don't put the two together. They just don't see it. They're still sold that there's an imaginary virus that's infecting people and transmitting and making people ill and sometimes killing them. They don't see that it's actually the countermeasure, which is another military term, that has always been what injures or kills people right back to the beginning of when they started poking people with stuff cow pus or or horse hoof pus or whatever they were whatever the flavor of the day was in the past yeah uh, they don't see the connection over the years, I think most of our peeps we have here, Tim, are are pretty much get that the virus thing is not real, and 
we've lost, we did lose some people over the idea that they just didn't want to give up the germ theory. And it was, I, I found that fascinating that rather than look into the possibility that you don't have to worry about something, that many people, I don't know, many, whatever, lots of people, they wanted to just hold on to the idea that there is a germ theory and they didn't want to give that up rather than possibly free themselves from being in fear. I, I, I found that fascinating over the last few years. And we've, we lost some people over that. They just didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to hear it. Well, even our language is not geared towards the idea that we have to maintain a level of balance in our in our bodies. Our bodies are just chemical chemical systems that are constantly being balanced by the magnificent machine that is our body. Mm-hmm. And if we don't put the right inputs into it at all times, and give it enough rest and just really, really take care of the system, then the system starts to go into repair mode. And if we're too deep into repair mode, then it gets to a point where the body just can't repair anymore. So we just don't even have the language or the, the paradigm to understand that. It makes way more sense than... Everything is just passed between people. So if you have a cold, then I'm just going to get a cold if I'm near you because it's just going to jump from me to you, even though there's a perfectly good alternate explanation for why we're both ill at the same, within the same general time frame. Right. So the, even the language, we say, hey, you caught a cold. Okay, well, that that immediately implies in the language that it jumped from me to you or from it got, got to me from a tabletop. So we're already behind the eight ball with our terrain theory with how we say. Yes, we, we need to explain things properly with a, a, a bunch, bunch of different words because we're conveying the myth by our language, right. our everyday language that we've accepted over our whole lives. Like I got the flu, I got the flu, I got the cold. And we spend a lot of time to do that. We have some very brilliant people that explain the detoxification process and what diseases are really about. That's a lot what we do here. And uh, um, and it's a, it's a tricky business because as you know, as you just said, we just, we've grown up with the idea that we caught a cold, right? Or we got the flu or whatever, we caught pneumonia, but it just doesn't, not the truth. So, yeah. Yeah, the word pneumonia has disappeared over the last three years, just yeah. like the flu. But severe congestion in the chest, we've all and and, and fluid in the lungs, we've always called pneumonia, mm. and it's always been called the called the old people's friend because when you don't have a strong system, whether it be circulatory, whether it be lymph system, then things start to back up in your system and in all the places where they're supposed to be expelled. And old age is unfortunately one of those conditions where our system is just tired and it just doesn't work as efficiently as others, as other times when we're younger. So things can go wrong. And we used to call it pneumonia. 
Now it's called COVID. Uh, we used to call it the cold or the flu. Now it's called COVID. COVID is that hmm. marketing term that has taken over all symptoms. As I said, 20 or 30 symptoms have been labeled COVID. That way the drug companies can market specifically to that. And that's what they've done. And they got the government to pay for it, too. Hmm. Words of art. Uh, Tim Haberato uh, mm. yeah. uh, of uh, Fakeologist.com is with us. Tim, hang in there a second. I'm going to promote a couple products, all right? Thanks for being on the show. Appreciate it. Stay right okay. there. Yeah, stay right there. This is Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. We have a fellow coming on in the next day or so about uh, using various forms of uh, electrical energy and actually in, in um, uh, agriculture which is really cool stuff. And so, probably get him on tomorrow. We'll see. Again, I'm kind of behind on that. Uh, one of the things that we've learned over all these years is that the detoxification of the body is is what's going on when we have flu symptoms and cold symptoms and, and the rest of it. It's the body is detoxing and this is what has been termed as disease. We had a brilliant show with Darko Valchek yesterday. It's up on our website audio and on BitChute, the video, and he really gets into how the whole toxic blood, um, um, the blood gets toxic because of, you know, living living on the earth playing with uh, chemicals and bad food and uh, stinking thinking and all the things that we know cause diseases and uh, and then that sets the whole thing in motion and the body is trying to trying to get rid of it all and uh, we call this you know sickness so one of the things that's really been used since the beginning of time I guess until they figured it out you know the Indians and with sweat lodges and even back in Roman times they did sweats is sweating and we have a great sauna that we promote and uh, we can ship you one or uh, 1,295 Federal Reserve notes. You know those things? Yeah, 1,295. This is the best price that you're just going to find anywhere, I guarantee you. Best price, 1,295. Delivered in the lower 48. We ship them all over the world. The only place we haven't been able to ship them is Germany, which is strange. I don't know what Miss Merkel's got against saunas, but something weird there. But um, if you... Would like to get one. The only way to get this price is to email me, Patrick, at oneradionetwork.com. These are made at a medical university in Taiwan. They've won several awards. And if China doesn't invade Taiwan, I guess we'll continue to have them. <laughs> I don't know what'll happen. But, um, and we, we ship them up to Canada where Tim lives, our guest this morning. And it's about $200 uh, extra to get it to you in Canada, maybe 150 Just email me your your city and state if you'd like to get one, and I'll give you the delivered cost. The Relax Far Infrared Sauna. There's no radio RFs, uh, very no EMFs, and uh, portable, portable. You can set up up five minutes, very comfortable. I'm in mine every day. Not that what I do means what you should do, but... Uh, I think it's a valuable tool 
to keep the body from having to detox with a cold or a fluid idea. You just don't do it if you're sweating every day and, you know, drinking plenty of water and salt and everything that we talk about. The Relax Far Infrared Sauna, the way to get it is to email me, Patrick, at oneradionetwork.com. We've been promoting uh, Shen Blossom products for, gosh, 10 years now. Brandon Amalani, it's a brilliant website. And there's now a sale just, just starting today, 15% Shen Blossom, 15% baby. And I uh, could use promo code One Radio. He has amazing products, all in Myron glass, all based on um, Chinese medicine uh, that he has teachers that go way back. And some of these recipes are kind of sacred uh, things that he, he can't even really give the recipe. It's a very fascinating um, website because it's all based on his teachers, his work with Chinese medicine and Qigong and formulas. And you read the ingredients and it's like, you don't want to buy some some things. He has 50-year-old, hello, 50-year-old ginseng. You believe that? 50-year-old. I mean, it's the real deal. He also has a blood purifier. Darko talked about uh, toxic blood being the, uh, you know, that the blood gets toxic because of all the stuff, you know, on, on the earth plane. And uh, this is really the cause of inflammation and then pain. And then, and if you let it go long enough, as Tim just kind of said, it'll build up and, you know, we get stuff. You know, whatever whatever the, the disease du jour is, you know, autoimmune, all these names they give it, cancer, and it's all the same stuff. The body's just all built up gunk and, and uh, that's the way it works. So Shen Blossom, he has a blood purifier thing that's very cool. I'm going to get some. I tried to take some this morning and I'm out. And uh, so go on the website. It is Shen Blossom through One Radio Network. Use our promo code One Radio and uh, you get all hooked up there. I think you'll like it. Um, we'll get back to Tim in a second if you care to join us. Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. Rule and Shu is a, um, um, she's a quantum physicist, a PhD, and she's a very cool lady. And she knew early on when she was just a kidlet that she wanted to uh, do a pearl seam product. Seriously, she tells the story years ago. So she has a product that is real pearl and it's from a living source, real pearls, which is cool. I think they give the oysters, they watch them, they let them watch movies and they cry and they make pearls, but that's just a rumor. I saw that on Twitter, it's probably not true. Um, and she has figured out a way how to turn these pearls into a powder without messing up the cellular matrix. And what we do is we brush our teeth with it. Yeah, I mean, this is the only thing you need. It is pearl and lots of target proteins as well as minerals. And then you can take it internally too. It's the only heavy calcium product that we would recommend to take. Most of them will end up in your arteries and, and not in your bones, but this product goes where you want it to go. If you want to get a little extra calcium, um, you can drink raw, raw milk, but that, that'll do it. But uh, if you don't want to do that, you can take the pearl product. So you can brush your teeth and then also take it internally with capsules or powder. And it's on one radio network. It's called Pearl Seam. Pearl Seam. 
It's a really great product. The only thing you're ever going to need, again, once you start using this on your teeth, you're just not going to go back to toothpaste and all that. You just won't go. Yeah, just you, Trust me, you just won't do it. They look pearly, very cool. Pearl Seam on OneRadioNetwork.com. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. We're talking to a nice fellow, and uh, uh, I think you're... Uh, We'll enjoy if you stick around. I got a feeling we're going to go to some fun places here, more, even even more, with uh, Tim uh, Abarato is his kind of pseudonym, and he his website is fakeologist.com. Tell folks what they find on, on your website when they go there, Tim. All right. Well, fakeologist.com is a, really a multimedia platform. We started off with a blog. Does anyone remember what a blog is? I do, yeah, I do. That's yeah. I think it's fallen out of fashion for the most part, but it's still a fantastic way to keep your audience engaged on a daily basis. So I put a couple posts a day on the blog, and you can subscribe via email, or you can actually go to the web page. Does anyone remember how to go to a web page anymore? Or you can use an RSS reader to feed in the posts into another program, which is, that's how I read blogs. I read hundreds of blogs a day. And the only way you can keep up with not rereading things is use a feed reader. I use uh, feedly.com, which is actually a paid product that uh, is worth the money. And you'll also find a link to fakotube.com, which hosts all my videos and my live streams. And we have an active chat when we do a show, usually weeknights at 8 p.m. Eastern or Toronto time. Hmm. You will also find a link to my forums, which is another website I curate where you can start your own topic as long as it's fakeologist related. So we have active threads where we talk about all kinds of crazy things like elite elite gender inversion which uh, I get a lot of flack for, Elite gender. Uh, especially Whoa. when I talk to, oh my goodness. We'll have to talk you, about that today. Did you, ever, <laughs> uh, did you ever wonder why some of the elites and their spouses, they look kind of manly? Well, well we've heard stories about, we, we heard stories about Michelle, well, what's Michael, Obama, is that true? Well, I don't know, but there are a lot of things that if you look at the basic physiology of a woman, you might not find it in her. So I have a, I have a monthly guest named Mr. E, who is one of my favorite guests, really? and he comes on once a month, and he has an Odyssey channel and a Bitchu channel. Just look up Mr. E, Apocalypse Watchman, and he is a fantastic deconstructionalist of the human body and showing things to look for and he really makes some fantastic connections with the bible and the kabbalah no. and freemasonry and what fun and what the <laughs> well you know even if you're not interested in the topic the media is forcing you into this whole transgender this whole transhuman yeah agenda even if you don't like it you're getting it anyway so if you want to know what's behind it and how long it's been happening it didn't just start last year (laughs) 
This is something that has been going on for a hell of a long time, hundreds of years, maybe thousands of years. Really? I'll be but done. now we're just, yeah. for sure. <laughs> so I, I'm not an expert at it, but I love talking with experts about it. <laughs> and Mr. E um, is an expert, and he has a huge following on YouTube before he got deleted and knocked around from YouTube, which is fine. You can find him on other platforms. I put some of his work on FACOTube. <laughs> so we talk about that on the forums. That's that's another area. We also have this uh, really fun audio format We ca I call the Fakeologist Audio Chat, where I use software of the day. In this case, we're using Discord, where people that are Fakeologist-minded can come, come into a live stream where their voices among others, are recorded and transmitted over the Fakeologist radio server. We have two radio servers that are constantly broadcasting to the Internet. <laughs> and one of them is the main show and one of them is the audio chat. So we just have weekly, sometimes multi-times-a-week audios where we just talk amongst ourselves because we don't have anyone to talk to in our real lives. So <laughs> we meet on the Internet. And we just start a chat and just start talking about whatever comes up that's fakeologist related. That's great. And we have over 1,200, 1,200 podcasts called Audio Chats on the website. They're all free. They're minimum two hours. There's th the last one that was I haven't even listened to from yesterday, and I was only on it for a few minutes, was six and a half hours. And some might just call it, mindless babble but there's some gems there's some nuggets so i really enjoy those they're very random and you hear voices from all over the world and that's the other just favorite part of the fakeologist network right. so we're you've really we're just you uh, really use it's your just technology a platform yeah. you really use your figuring out this technology geek stuff to to your advantage uh it's one thing yes. that I've just, yes. I'm, I'm such a, I'm really a lot of yes. it. I shouldn't say that, but I'm just, I have no idea. I've never been able to do that. Well, I enjoy it. Yeah, I know. You, I enjoy, I enjoy, you see, I'm not, I like my technology knowledge. I like my conspiracy knowledge and I like to put them together. I'm not the best researcher. I'm not the best tech guy, but I know enough to put the two together and have some do some fun things. I try and use the internet the way it was supposed to be used. It's mm -hmm. just supposed to be a blank canvas where you paint your own picture. Yeah. You don't go buy photos and put them on the wall and then complain about them. I use the internet as a blank canvas. So this is what people, this is what you're supposed to use it for. Now I know most people want ready-made food, ready-made packages, ready-made vacations, but that's not what I do. Because if you, if you do the ready-made, then you have to take what you get. <laughs> and then you can complain about it. But if you really want to do it the way it's intended to do it and customize it, you have to do it yourself. <laughs> so I just try and find the best technologies and put them together and put this 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 crowd of fakeologists from all around the world together into and building this community. And a lot of the tools that we use are free, like Discord, but they have their own rules. So if they often don't like us, just like YouTube, so they'll delete all our work and they'll cancel our server. So that's why we're always running just a little <laughs> bit ahead of them and say, okay, we understand and okay, we we'll, 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 
we got our backups. We, you can come over here and continue the conversation. So that's what the fakeologist.com website's all about. And um, when we have you on the broadcast, and we'll we'll make a date, um, we can talk about it even further, and and maybe you can hopefully meet some of my fantastic I like audience. That. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, yeah, we should do that, and we'll we'll talk about just uh, how to how to stay young, and you know, we'll, that's my specialty, uh, uh, the spiritual yeah, idea, you, you know, young. yeah, uh, the spiritual stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, this is from Lucy. She's in San Antonio. I really like this guy. You should have him back on. Uh, can you? Would you ask him how old he is? <laughs> Lucy wants to know how old you are. He's gonna be fifty six. In June. 56. So, thank you, Lucy, for saying you like me. You just made my day. I appreciate that. That's right. She likes you. If you, if, if you have any, um, if you have any This Guy's Nuts comments, you can read them, too. I don't oh, mind. Oh, I will. I'll read them when all. You're in, I'll when read you, them. When you put yourself out there, you got to have a thick skin. I'm not really offended. I, I don't, I've been flamed. I've been praised. I, I'll, I'll take it all. You know, and you know the opposite of love, uh, Patrick. Do you know what it is? What's that? Take a guess. What is the opposite well, of I love? Well, I would, you know, just hate, I guess. Well, that's what most people would say. But, you know, your, the, your haters are actually more passionate than the people that love your stuff. Because imagine you hmm. hate someone so much that you have to keep listening. So <laughs> isn't that extra work for you? So your haters are actually far more engaged than the people that like you. Oh. No, the opposite of love is indifference. Indifference, yes. And, That's right. I like that. And I would say the, peop- the people that don't like me or my stuff, they don't pay any attention. They don't engage. They don't come to the website. Mm-hmm. So you- I don't even know about them because they're not around. I don't know a lot about uh, your work. I just somehow found you um are you yeah, how did you find me? i don't know you know i was thinking about that this morning i don't know i i think it was a listener said you should check this guy out i think that's you know they'll send me emails all the time i think that's how it was well thank you to the fakeologist army thank <laughs> you for the, the fakeologist out there i, I <laughs> did i uh, i've even told listeners my listeners i said if you want me to talk to someone with my point of view yeah you can set it up and we'll talk. I think you're the same way. We're we're very similar. Why not? Yeah. I'll talk to anybody, really, I like. So did I hear you allude to the idea that you are um I don't like to use the term flat earther, but a cosmology truther, or do you are you have you got into that whole thing? That's one of the things I've taken the most oh, heat I, on. I, Boy, whoo, man. I think the whole world was sucked into the flat earth revolution in twenty fifteen. You couldn't avoid it. And now I don't know where it came from, whether it was another program by the governors to really try and meet the extreme growing speculation that NASA was a giant fraud. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, many people think that they brought up the old flat earth idea because it's it's a discrediting term. I would say it's a pejorative. It's a put down for most people. Yeah. But on the other hand, there are many people that say in all engineering, in all walks of life, in science, they all assume the earth is flat. Like the railway does not 
factor in a curve when they're ordering track. So <laughs> it, it's another one of those things that I really can't prove there are no viruses, just like you can't prove there are viruses. You can't prove to me that God exists, just like I can't prove to you he doesn't exist. So it's it's one of those issues that they know can't be solved by ordinary men right or anyone maybe for that matter so it's a great divider it's a great distractor so i i label myself a ball earth skeptic <laughs> i'm very skeptical of what we're told because i already know that you can lie to the whole world and get away with it so when you know that then it's easy to take something that you're told is true and question it and that's what i do now i follow the work of simon shack of september clues and clues forum he's the guy that really blew up 9 11 for me he's the one that within once i watched september clues i said this is it it's over this is it for me this this is the skeleton key this really? solved the whole issue that got for it me. for you so, huh yeah. September. it got it for me so relating that to the the flat earth topic he is a definite spinning ball person. So I have a real conflict. Now, here's the guy that I really like, like the best for 9-11. And he has, he is adamant that flat earth is a discredit by association military program to distract people away from the fact that NASA hasn't gone to the moon. We can't even get into space. The whole story of space is a vacuum makes no sense because no rocket could work in a vacuum. And how would you, a vacuum needs four walls. So how can you contain space or how can a vacuum be contained in space? It would just suck up all the atmosphere off the earth. So there's so many problems with the official story of space. By the way, Disney invented space. All our ideas about space come from Walt Disney. <laughs> it doesn't go, we don't go that far back into this lie but anyway simon has a website called tychos.info t-y-c-h-o-s.info and i like to promote it because i like simon where he has taken the work of tico brahe who was a challenger of copernicus and his idea that the earth is a globe but it's not spinning at 1100 miles an hour at the equator it's only moving at one mile an hour so it's very slow and he has a whole computer simulation that explains all the star movements and we can all verify stars because we can see them with our eyes we're not going to argue about lights in the sky because we can see them and we can see how they move and we can see how they change positions in the sky over time so his model shows how all these movements are perfectly explained by the tycos model but not perfectly explained by the Copernican model, which is what we all are told we have to believe in. Mm -hmm. So he has, he takes an old scientist that was discredited and pushed away, taken his model, promoted it, and turned it into a computer simulation where it explains all the unexplainable parts that the official Copernican pushers can't explain. But how so anyway, could it be a ball? Or where is this ball sitting, according to him? Where is this sitting? He, does he say it's, he, he believes it's floating in space somewhere? 
Yeah, well, I've never really questioned him too hard heartily okay. on that. <laughs> but you know what? I think you should have him on your show as well. He doesn't get a lot of exposure. He doesn't. He's sort of a shy guy in the sense he doesn't seek out publicity. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can't find anyone in the official astronomy community because I don't think that community is very large. He can't get anyone to talk to and debate him. And I don't really get in because his, his view is just flat Earth is a discredit by association military program to discredit all the people that question NASA. And one of the things that I don't like about, like most of the most of the videos on the internet that debunk NASA, they are from flat Earth people. So you'll say most you'll of see a really yeah. good video where you'll see a really good video of them exposing the cables that the that the astronauts are hanging from mm-hmm. the the them dropping a ball where there's supposed to be no gravity and it hits the ground. But at the very end of the video, they say the Earth is flat. They almost blurted out as a non sequitur. And what does that do for most people? It just negates everything they just saw. So, well, you know, the, what's interesting to me, so- Tim, is that if you just Google flat earth, I mean, almost every video you get are people arguing that the earth is round, you know, and spinning in space. You know I mean, so why would Google even care? You know, and to me, that's the big one. Have you. Did you, did you know this fellow, what's his name, that did the whole Lost History series, these wonderful videos, the Lost History? Do you know who I'm talking of? Do you ever see his stuff? That's not one topic I've really dug into. It doesn't really hold a lot of interest, but I know that people like Steve Falconer, Space Busters, I know he has a lot of information where he digs into that as well, but that's the one thing I haven't really got into the mud flood ideas yeah, well, or the Atlantis or lost cities. It's kind of all tied in with the idea that we're not spinning around the sun, you know, all tied in. Well, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, you can tie everything together, really. But, sure. Um, well, you know, there's there's real that, no evidence. That's that, never, there's no evidence that we're spinning around the sun. There's just zero. <laughs> zero. Well, the, what about the sun spinning around us? I think. Oh, it does. It circles around I us, that, I believe. Yes, it circles around us. And that's, right. I believe Simon Shack does believe that as well. I, You know, it's really hard to categorize what everyone thinks on every subject. Sure. But I'm pretty sure he says the sun, it is a geocentric, the earth is geocentric, the, the solar system is geocentric, earth-based, and we are not spinning we're we're only rotating at one mile an hour at the equator, so it's very so. That's why you can't feel the spin. I know they say, "Well, the Earth is too big; you'd never feel the spin." But you should die. That would be a great guess for you. I, I, I can give you a huge guess list. Oh, cool! And, yeah, uh, I, I, we could use some. I think any, some new blood I think any every yeah. anyone and everyone should be interviewed by you because you got that magic voice. You got that magic radio voice. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, here's an email from Greg from Pennsylvania. Does your guest think Sandy Hook was real or a drill? And is your guest familiar with Jim Fetzer's work? Yes, I was sucked into Fetzer's work for a long time. Who's he, Tim? Um, Jim Jim Fetzer is a so-called JFK expert. He's a Uh. philosopher of science. He's a great talk show host. 
he's probably a little older than you, and I'm, I think he's getting a little. I think he's getting affected just by his old age, which is sad because some would call him a gas bag. But yes, he, he, uh, I think he is a high level limited hangout. He really, uh, he really got me going on nine eleven mainly because he's one of the only guys that talks about nine eleven. So I listened to many of his shows for years. Really enjoyed it, but he was always stuck on certain topics with regards to 9-11 and especially JFK where he just couldn't get any farther. And I think I figured out 9-11 within two weeks, but he's still trying to figure it out because he says, Oh, there's so many possibilities. We just can't discount them. Well, eventually you got to discount most of them, Jim. So I think he's unfortunate. I never did interview him because I just didn't feel comfortable because I knew in the back of my mind that I am certain that he is purposely not getting to the pinnacle of truth especially with JFK. Uh, JFK was another made-for-movie, made-for-TV psyop. And the guy that really made that clear to me within the first two years of me researching was Tyrone McCloskey. And he wrote a really good piece called JFK TV. And he really hmm. laid it out. And I thought, okay, Jim Fetzer, who spent thousands of hours looking into jfk is still looking for the seven different scenarios that are put out there as alternate to the official story where tyrone just laid it out in his pdf in his 30 page book that this was all a made for movie psychological operation uh even the subruder film which came out way after that was jfk was literally a muppet he was the that was that was just really that was just um, so, so this guy yeah, thinks the whole think thing Jim was Hens just made up was just made up it was a psychological operation absolutely and wow. jfk he would be over 100 now so he's probably gone at this point but that whole thing was just a another another psychological operation psyop i mean that's one of the things you learn when you're talking about this guy do, do you believe that psyop do you believe that? I do. I think do? he has the yes, for sure. And I've had him on my show too. He, it's pretty he's wild. He's not very uh, public, but that PDF is on my website. Just go to fakeologist.com and look up just look up JFK TV, and you got you'll get the PDF. But um, <laughs> regarding Sandy Hook, I think again, I I I go through all the research and find the best explanation and promote it. Mm -hmm. So I think the person that has done the best work on that is Sophia Smallstorm, who's also in the health. We know her. I yeah. believe. And we know Sophia. And I think she has a video on what happened at Sandy Hook. It was an ICE, an integrated capstone event. It was another fusion event where they brought all the police forces together and fused them together and and did a it did a drill. A drill that, like so many others, they say went live, where what a coincidence, they were all there ready, pretending that something happened, and then along comes a lone gunman with real ammo and starts shooting. Like, how can you believe that? Just with the idea of the impossible odds that that would happen that everyone is there doing a drill and then a real shooter shows up. 
you're supposed to believe that hmm. so i think that the whole the whole operation is still ongoing because they still use lifetime actors they give people a role and that's their that's their acting job for life and mm -hmm. i'm talking about mm -hmm. some of the um some of the family members they are lifetime actors and portrayed as such and just watch Sophia Smallstorm, What Happened at Sandy Hook. It's on fakeotube.com. And after you watch that, that explains everything to me. It was just an ICE integrated capstone event. Department of Homeland Security has put on the whole show. And they're just, and, and the Fetzer part where he gets sued by, um, I believe, the Posner person is the only person that really speaks for the so-called victims mm -hmm. where he went after jim and he went off after alex i think that's all all just part of the psychological operation it's all theater i think every wow. court system has a psyop courtroom mm -hmm. where they use the courts to continue their operations and that happens on a large scale and a small scale it's <laughs> Hey man, we the rabbit hole is deep, and well, I tell you, know, the you, bottom line. I've talked to some tinfoil hatters. I've talked to some tinfoil hatters in my day, but you are, you are the, you are like amazingly. Uh, Am I the tiniest? You're the tiniest person I've met in a long time, dude, and I really enjoy it. It's just great. You know, I'm I'm one of the most out of boxer thinking thinkers that I know, but for me to get a, my I mean, to open up to the idea that the whole JFK thing was a psyop. I mean, that that would take a lot for me to dig into. Uh, but, you know, I, I, well, I, I could I'll, go I'll there. Just, just I mean, go look it up. Just read it. And, and let me give you one more video that I found for the January 6th. If you think that was a real event, hmm. if you think people, hmm. if you think Ashley Babbitt was really shot, Go look on fakeotube.com and look up um, <laughs> the the video called um, 20 Minutes of the Capitol Riots or something like that. I can't remember the name right off the top of my head. Right. But some guy did a video where he just showed how they merged Hollywood with a real event. Where, again, we had a real event. Like, there were really people there. There was. But once... But once people moved into the building, that's where that's where the simulation started. So real people did walk through the building, but the bad things that happened, they were filmed in advance and merged with the story. So you have wow. the real part where people say, yeah, I was there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw people go in. Mm -hmm. But the movie part that was filmed before, that was done beforehand, but they merged it together. So you've got real and simulated merged into one, so you can't figure out what's what. Like it's it's literally just classic psyops. Wow. So the people that argue, no, I was there, I saw that guy. Yeah, you did see that guy. You were on you he was you know, when you go to Disney World you see you see Mickey Mouse. And then you go into the theater that he's standing outside of and you see him on the screen. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, you did see Mickey Mouse for real in Disney World. You know, somebody dressed up with, with the hat on or the head on. And then you went into the theater that he's standing in front of and you saw him on the screen. So you see how they merge reality and fakery? It's, it's high-end stuff. Wow. And that's what your military is all about. That's what they do all day long with all that money. And They're busy paying actors and actresses. And so your best... Uh theory after all this 
they, whoever they are, is it, it, these are all military operations, Tim, in your opinion? Well, I think the military helps execute them, you know, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. psychological operations divisions. It's, 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 it's influence operations. Like they even call them influencers now on TikTok. Yeah. They don't even hide the, the idea. These are military concepts, influence operations. The only thing that's really wrong with it is your military should not be influencing its own population. You think? <laughs> that's supposed they're supposed to go into other countries that they're busy taking over to influence their population to the American way of thinking. They should not be influencing their own people, but of course that's what they're doing. Why wouldn't they? They're really good at it. This is a great email. I like this one. This is from Harold. He is in no no city. I like this fellow, have him back on. In his experience, many people are called controlled op- opposition. Who does he think really are controlled opposition people that we would know? It's a good question. Anyone in the media? Yeah. If you're in the media, you're controlled. Tucker is controlled. He gives you some truth. But he leaves you hanging. That whole January 6th expose over the last week, mm-hmm. he gave a couple nuggets on the first day and nothing after that. He never once said that the whole thing was a stage psyop. Never once. And the other guy I will get you guys to look into, and I'm just giving you the best researchers, and you can go there and check for yourself. MilesWMathis.com. Hmm. MilesWMathis.com. Not MilesMathis.com. MilesWMathis.com. He writes every week a couple papers, and he's extremely up-to-date on what's going on, and I get tons of truth from him, too. Hmm. And What kind of things does he talk about, What does he talk about? Everything. Everything and anything. He is well aware of psyops and media fakery Hmm. and controlled opposition. He he researches the... The people that rule over us, almost everyone that rules over us is connected with the, the Phoenicians. He calls them the Phoenicians, the governors, uh, the people that have always controlled the banking system. He really lays it out there. He goes and does research on people's names, looks them up on some of the genealogy websites and shows the spider web, how they're all connected. Nobody randomly becomes president nobody randomly becomes a hollywood actor all these guys are connected they're all families yeah and yeah the this is their business is to is to rule over you so that that's what i do like i'm, I'm not yeah. i'm not going to go into one thing and do the research i put all these guys together on my website and say hey look at this guy you got to read this guy good for you yeah good here's you. his here's his paper here's a video here's somebody else talking about what we like to talk about. Look at these guys. Then I put them all under one curated website and show people, Hey, you got to read this guy. You got to look over here. And this is, this is what I think is the truth. Sophia small storm, you know, Jim Fetzer's good up until this point, but this guy over here at peace of mindful.com, he's really got the goods on this topic mm-hmm. you know he's wrong in my opinion on this one but he's really good on this one <laughs> so just take what you, yeah. just take some of the good stuff from here you know yeah. patrick timponi is good on on his health advice but forget about him when he comes to 
say JFK. He's on the wrong track. Right, and right, exactly. Just, yeah. just, just, just doesn't mean just, he's a bad person or stupid. Stop. It just he doesn't he hasn't gone deep enough into JFK. Right? He doesn't know. He doesn't know. You can't know everything. <laughs> you don't know. But if you do know, if I do show you, and then you and you go really contrary to what I think is right, then I'm going to have to be careful what you say next time about something else. So, yeah, yeah it's. Uh, it's a crazy world. I've been a, I, yeah, it certainly is. It's so fun having you on the show, Tim. Uh, Fakeologist.com, yeah. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. I've been a real fan and student of films since I was a kid, and that's why I'm going to get into producing movies and writing screenplays, which I'm doing, nice. which is my next career uh, when I, you know, as I get older, if I believe in that. Um, but I, I think you're right. I've always suspected that these big stars sell their souls to the devil kind of so, so to speak and that's how they get to be yeah that's how they get to be where they are it, it's always felt like that a lot of me. them are inverted what do you mean a inverted? lot of them are inverted what does they that need, mean inverted they're 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 men dressed up as women and they need their drugs and they need their surgeries it's very hard to maintain i mean i'm going through a huge list Cher, raquel wells joan rivers they're all guys and i know that sounds extremely wacky but you know, th these are methods that you can control someone. If Raquel they need Welsh, the meds, they need Raquel, the hormones. How could you make a guy look? Oh, she yeah. was hot. She just died, oh, by the way. God. Did you see so that? Of course. So yeah. was Farrah Fawcett. She, Farrah and, was a... And so a lot of them. Wow. Uh, maybe. Man, you are tinny. Maybe. You are tinny, baby. <laughs> You're lusting over guys, Patrick. <laughs> I, I, I had that poster. I had the famous poster of Farrah, right? <laughs> No. Oh, we all did. We all did. Think With, of all the yeah. Think of all the uh, hand cream that she sold. Uh, I won't <laughs> go any farther than that. <laughs> it's amazing you could build a whole oh, career boy. on a little swimsuit showing your nipples. I mean, her whole career was built on that poster. Amazing. Yeah, and she died of anal cancer. Go figure. Did what, she really? What are they trying to tell us, Patrick? God, I believe so. Man. I believe so. You're just gonna. You're I just, tell you, Patrick. You're just gonna break all my my illusions here. I can't even deal with this, and I have to go into therapy. Um. <laughs> but I got to get you 